This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 109. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the process as far as teaching, but how to interact or work with uh, with your group. Um, so if you aren't aware, I spend a lot of time developing programs in my local area, uh, whether that's through instructional classes or creating um, basic league play for players. And one of the things that I run into a lot is, I mean, you're dealing with kids, so you get the gamut of interaction, the gamut of where kids are at, and there can be some challenges when you're setting up uh, a program in particular, and how do you wrangle these kids in an effective way, keep them engaged, and uh, keep the lesson going without um, without things stalling or letting one or two kids in particular maybe uh, pull away from uh, what el- what other things are going on. So it's really important when you are starting uh, your lesson or your teaching, wh- whatever you're doing, to kind of key in on who are the kids uh, and where are they where are they at in their development. Now, when I run a new, a very, like a first day for a class, so like for instance, I just started yesterday on my regular day Thursday, uh, our first session of a five-week session. And every time I get to the, that first day, there's always a little bit of extra chaos. You've got maybe kids that haven't been there before and so they're really excited because it's something new you've got kids that are returning and they're excited to be there and maybe even excited to see you um and and hopefully vice versa is going on and then you have you have the kids wherever they're at in their life at that moment in time and sometimes you're lucky enough to get them at their best in reality the majority of the time you're going to get kind of a mixture of of everything and especially if you're new to teaching or coaching or instruction, um, we can tend to focus too much on, I have to teach the lesson, it has to be perfect, it has to be everything, so on and so forth. And then the reality is, is a big chunk of the time, things aren't always going to work out as well. Or you're going to have some kids that that first one, it's really not their day. And I had a girl yesterday she was really quiet. It became very apparent very quickly that she was not particularly excited to be there. And it could have been any number of different things. She could have just been really shy. She could have been overwhelmed because you've got other kids that are literally buzzing while they're standing in front of me and they're kind of all over the place. And how do you manage all that, all of that. And so some of the things that I've learned over, over time is the following, and I hope that this will help just be a piece of, of, of your learning and development. And maybe you already know a lot of this stuff. Maybe you've got other tips and tricks as well. Uh, and this is kind of why I want to continue to, to talk about these things because they're things that we learn over time through experience, through watching others, Someone that's going on YouTube and reading and watching and all these other things. So 
some of my strategies in particular is coming prepared for the lesson. What am I going to teach and how am I going to transition accordingly? In addition to that, I've always got a couple of extra activities that if I need to, I can quickly kind of divert and they most of the time will help regroup. Um, I think the other, the other part of it too is being okay with, as an instructor, this, this child or, per, or whoever, um, maybe staying on the outside just a bit more than some of the other kids. Or if it's a kid that is a lot more energetic in what's happening, kind of letting them, letting them do their thing a little bit. Hopefully they're not too distracting and you can keep, keep things going, but you have to be really mindful that I can't devote all my attention on this one person uh, because it takes away from everyone else out there. So it is a huge balance that you have to be constantly aware of and constantly mindful. Um, you know, for both of those kids, you got one on either end of the, of the side, if you will, as far as energy and, and wanting to be there. Um, it turned into, you know, I will just keep coming back to them. I don't need to spend a lot of time, but I'm going to keep coming back. And then as we're doing different things with the group, I may be doing verbal cues to try to encourage them. I might be a little more, um, you know, specific on how I try to involve them in whatever it is that we're doing. And so in the case of this, this young girl, she... She eventually, you could see her opening up a little bit. And for people that are new, you might be, you might be like, why, why, are, why aren't, like, these kids are really into it and this one's not. Is there something wrong? With it's not. You know, again, you are a stranger to these people in a lot of cases. And so those reactions can be very normal. And there's nothing wrong with that. They need to, they need to build a rapport with you. So how you go about that in your own way can make a positive impact and, and it also can make a negative impact. But the reality is in that first day, you may not have an interaction and they may, they may still be closed off if you will. And it could be two, three, four weeks, maybe the whole session, but maybe by the end they are kind of starting to open up and, and kind of go from there. And so if you're seeing that you're going through that, it is okay. It's frankly, I would call that completely normal. Um, to, to expect something like that throughout the program. So as you continue to develop that relationship, hopefully you're reaching them in little ways. So even in that day where, uh, you know, for the first 10 minutes, she clearly wanted nothing to do. She wasn't running around. Um, and so we were trying to, to, again, still engage her, by the end of the day, end of the session, in a 40-45 minute session, she was engaging in her own way. Now, I was very intentional when we were scrimmaging that I put her kind of around me because a lot of times, I, I depending on the, the, the group, I jump in and I play as well to kind of even things out. And so I would do, while she may not run to the ball, once I figured out kind of where she was at, I would intentionally make sure she passed the ball so she could try to hit the ball with, with her stick and then feel engaged in what was going on and all those other things. So it was 
really fun to see. You could see that growth and that development that she had uh, in a very short amount of time that, yeah, maybe it wasn't her favorite activity. And honestly, I'm not 100% sure if she's going to even come back. However, I feel like she left with a positive experience and I hope that she'll come back. And that's frankly all that I can do. So on the flip side where I have my young gentleman who is running around a little bit crazy and, you know, thankfully I have a support staff that's with me. I have a friend that volunteers and helps me out. If you are able to have that, having two people in a group is always helpful because maybe one can devote a little bit more time, not their entire time, but just a little bit more to kind of wrangle in. You know, I, again, same, same thing. He wants to be on the outside, kind of being a little crazy, a lot of energy. Um, so we just do what we can to encourage, hey, come back in. This is what we're doing. This is how we're playing. This is what, you know, come come be part of what we're doing. Um, but at, that doesn't always work, and he just needs to burn off a little extra energy. So I'm not super worried about that. Uh, parents also are there that are encouraging them, trying to work with them as well. They, they know exactly, I mean, they got to deal with this all the time. So sometimes having those kind of let letting those things happen naturally can can work um, and it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of of energy but you have to be mindful not to devote everything to that because you still have an experience you're trying to create for all the other kids and it's important to make sure that um, that you you do that and sometimes things just have to run their course um, as long as they're not overly dis- disruptive to what you're doing, you know, I'm going to let a kid run around a little bit more. Um, you could try to fight that in some cases. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but we also don't know where these kids are coming from. We don't may not know a lot about them. And so we're, we're learning just as much about them as they are about us. So that's definitely one of those things when you're prepared and you kind of know how to address that, it makes, your, it makes the process a little bit easier, especially when you can recognize it quickly. You have the opportunity to make those changes, make those adjustments in the moment, and then going forward, how do, how do you then reach, reach those people? Um, you don't necessarily have to change a lot of things, but how do I be more intentional on my interactions with these, with these, with different people, so that they are feeling as much a part of the program and the process as some of the other kids? And that's that's a big part of instruction and relationship building, coaching, so on and so on and so forth. It's easy to to key in on the kids that are you know being disruptive and focus on them. It's also easy to focus on the kids that are not being disruptive. Um, and are doing everything you want, but we, we can't, can't just do one or the other. We have to be willing to maybe stretch ourselves in order to grow and meet the kids where they're at and kind of go from there. So it is a process. It's not easy all the time, but I guarantee you it is worth it. And it's worth it in ways that you're not necessarily going to see, or you're going to know, unless you see that feedback coming back from parents. You might see it in the kid, and so you could see their growth and their development. Um, but a lot of times, you're not going to see that in the, in the way that you may be thinking or wanting to see. Uh, and you may find out down the road, it, this interaction led to this and led to this. And now, 
maybe they're not doing the sport, but they're doing something else that, that has opened them up to doing it. So it's a, it is a big process. And, and it, I think it's one of those things where people try to avoid it because it's hard. It's not easy. Um, but it is important. So I think the impact we're having on kids is huge. And I think going forward, it's going to continue to become a necessary thing. So the more we can get groups of people taking their time and their resources to engage kids in healthy ways, regardless of sport or activity, I think is really crucial. So I highly encourage you to do that. So um, that is where we are at. So I hope wherever you are, you are happy and healthy. Um, I hope that you're able to get back to some more semblance of normal. I know that's definitely where, where I've gone and I'm excited for uh, the rest of 2021 because frankly, 2022 isn't that far away. So, um, that is where we're at. So if you're looking for more information about floorball, check out my website, floorballguru.com. Uh, I've got a variety of, uh, blog posts, um, and things like that. That's, that's on the website. If you're looking for equipment or more detailed resources, you can also check out floorballguru.store. I've got uh, sticks, balls, bags, and a, a full curriculum uh, that, I've, that I've published to help people teach, learn, teach, and play. That's our three pillars, learn, teach, and play. So if you need anything, please make sure to follow us on social media. Reach out, floorballguru, on all the different platforms. Would love to help, love to, to figure out how we can continue to play a role in growing the sport. And again, we're not, the focus is not equipment. It's not, hey, you should do this. We're actively doing it, have been doing that from the very beginning, if not before, on engaging kids and, and growing the sport, which is so much fun. So a lot of really exciting things coming down the road. And uh, please, please follow us along in the process. So hope you have a wonderful day. And keep floorballing.